Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Average Joe Show, episode number 44 this week. Uh, got a really good show here. Don't forget to go to our website at AverageJoeShow.com, and we can be emailed at talk at AverageJoeShow.com. And we're on Twitter, like everybody else, at Average Joe Show, all one word, so you can follow us there. I'm Corey Shretton. Joining me this week, as always, is my friend over there in Pittsburgh, PA, Mr. Ward Miller. Hey, Ward, how's it going on over there? Uh, pretty good, Corey. Pretty good. The weather's finally cooling off over there, you were telling yeah, me there? thank God. Uh, I hate the heat. I'm a great big fat guy, and great big fat guys really don't like the heat. <laughs> well, we generate enough heat as it is ourselves. We don't want any it, more additional heat. Exactly. I don't need any more than I already got. Definitely. I, I got to agree with you with that. Um this week we were supposed to have with us Chris Collier from Phil or Chris and Phil present at chrisandphilpresent.com. Uh, unfortunately, we're recording the show a little late tonight, and he's over in England, five hours ahead of us. And he's at MIA, but uh, we just want to give a little plug out to him. We understand he can't be here. I'll probably well, talk I mean, tomorrow. If, if you think about it, in uh, in the UK where he's at, it's two a.m. Yeah, definitely. So, so would you stay up at two a.m. to talk to you? Well, it's, just hell, enough said. <laughs> hell, I don't even stay up at 2 a.m. now as it is. But uh, yeah, I, I offered him, you know, an earlier slot, and he said, no, he tried to do it. But I understand. So if he shows up, we'll have him on the show. So, you know, give them a little love at chrisandphilpresent.com. It's a, it's a great podcast of movies that comes out every other week. Uh, like I said, he's over in the U.K. And uh, this week's show, if you notice, Ward, has an international flavor to it. It looks like we go a little bit all over the world this week on traveling with our sh- our stories. Yeah, for some reason, we just ended up all over the place. Well, I definitely we do. Uh, the first story I have actually starts in, over in uh, Chris's part of the world, over in the UK. It's a uh, PSA. It's a video. If you go to AverageJoeShow.com, it's a PSA for what happens when you text and drive. And this video, which is a four-minute video, it's very gruesome. It has everything from you know flying glass to neck crunching and uh, you know blood spurts, and uh, they're showing this over there in the uh, local schools. Well, they should. I, I totally agree with the the content of it. You know, because if you've ever been behind somebody that's talking on the phone when they're driving, they're all over the place, and then on top of that, you know. That now the kids are, are all texting while they're driving, and, and that's what the whole thing's about is not to text and drive. Oh, yeah, but um, you know, and nowadays, you know, to talk about how gruesome this video is, kids nowadays see more gruesome stuff on you know, late night television, it's not a big deal to them, yeah. But it, the it's the shock factor, you know, because I and I don't want to give nothing away, but the the uh. The actual crashes and whatnot just seem so violent, you know, and and it's just the, I think the thing that got me when I watched it was it's like, you know, that's everybody, you know, it's not the the and it, really the one thing that killed me was the uh, the little kid that was in the back seat of the uh, of the 
other car uh-huh. going, mommy and daddy, wake up. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, that, and I was like, damn, that's yeah, that that's just wrong. But you got to give it, give credit to the, to the English for actually doing something like this. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, they should be doing it here. And I think the only reason that they're not is, you know, AT&T and Verizon and whoever are probably stepping in and paying them not to. Well, you know what it is, though, is over here, everybody's sue happy. You do one thing wrong and you get your ass sued, you know, ludicrous shit. And, and you know, parents are like, oh, my God, my child can't see this. But but your, your kid is sitting up at four in the morning watching Cinemax with these women and men having simulated sex. But you don't want them to see something like this? Yeah. I, like I said, I know that there was a report that had come out that basically said talking on a cell phone and driving – it is just bad because the the same part of your brain you use to talk on the cell phone is the same part of your brain you use to drive and something's got to give you know so when you're on the phone and and you're talking away you know it it stands to reason you're not going to be paying attention to something you know something's got to give and it's just as bad when you're trying to text because you're looking down to to type in something that you know it can wait there's nothing that's that you know that's that important that it can't wait until you get to where the hell you're going well well this you know you talk about teenage kids here they nothing can wait everything has to be done at once you know has to be on the phone have to reply to the email have to check your text message you know everything has to be done at once that's the way kids are unfortunately and they don't understand that but, you know, it's funny is in the United States, they don't show something like this. But you remember back in the 70s, the Scared Straight video, the Scared Straight TV show they did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where, you know, they took these kids. I'm trying to remember it. I haven't seen it in years. They took the kids to a prison and they actually, you know, brought them in front of these, you know, convicted criminals of, you know, murder and stuff like that. And basically, the, these criminals would scare the shit out of them, tell them what goes on in prison. And, you know, yeah, no, just torment them. I remember it. I remember yeah, Scared Straight. And, and that was shown uncensored on TV back in the day. You know, all the swearing was in there. You know, all that language was in there. But nowadays you can't show something as quote-unquote tame as this to a child to scare them to not text. Yeah, because I remember when, I, you know, in the 80s when you went to uh, like Driver's Ed, they showed you the the movies about, you know, driving without a seatbelt on and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and it was along the same lines. It was, it was pretty gruesome and it, it, it would, you know, you had a, a, a certain amount of shock value. And, and I, and like I said, I totally wholeheartedly agree with the statement that's being made about this. Oh yeah, definitely. Maybe, you know, maybe someone over here in this country will actually, you know, get enough balls and actually show this video or make our own video and start showing kids and scaring them not to text while you drive. Yeah. And in fact, there, there was a company, uh, I just heard about it today on, uh, where was it? There was a company and they created an application for the, uh, Blackberry and it was smart enough to know that you install this application on your, on your kid's Blackberry. And if they're in a car and the car is going over 10 miles an hour, I guess there's an accelerometer in it or something. It can determine that you're going over 10 miles an hour. If you're going over 10 miles an hour, it won't let you text at all. 
Well, well, see, the it won't let you. It won't even let you receive a text. Well, see, here's the thing, though. You could be in a car going more than ten miles an hour, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're driving either. Yeah, that's true. But you know, like I said, I, I don't see that there's a need, you know, for that instant gratification when you're driving. Do one thing, then do another. You know, because if you get into the saying, well, you know, well. Jimmy's going to be a passenger. So if he's a passenger, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but at the same time, Jimmy gets a text and he's telling, you know, his buddy that's driving, hey, you know, uh, so-and-so says you're hot or whatever. I, I don't even know what the hell they text. But, you know, that gets, you know, I don't know. It, to me, I don't think there's any need for texting while you're in, in a car whatsoever. I don't care if you're a passenger or if you're a driver, whatever, you know, just, just pay attention and just fucking drive, you know, cause whenever I'm behind somebody that's on the phone, I go crazy. <laughs> I, I do. It, it's just like stay the, number one, they, they don't stay in their own lane, so you can't pass them. Right. And then, you know, so they're all over the place when I finally do pass and they get the finger. <laughs> honestly because it's like hang up the fucking phone and drive well i i totally agree with you that irritates me and in new jersey we have the quote-unquote hands-free law where you're supposed to use a you know bluetooth or have an earpiece in or some sort of bullshit in your ear 90 percent of the people here put the phone up to their ear and you're watching them drive and you're like you guys are fucking idiots as a matter of fact tonight as i as i was driving to a to get my son. He called me on the phone. So the first thing I did is I opened my phone, put it on speaker. I said, buddy, I'm driving. I'll call you when I get there. He's like, okay, dad. I was like, I'm not doing this shit. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. I, do, I, I want to concentrate on the road, especially during rush hour. You know, come on. Well, the other thing that that survey said was that there is no change when you're using hands-free either. Because it's, you know, the... They're saying, well, if you go hands-free, there's less accidents. No, that's not the case because it's not a matter of your hands are busy. It's a matter of that's the same part of your brain. And the person that you're talking to on the phone can't – You know, it's one thing if you, you know, we're sitting in a car and driving and we're having a conversation and I can see a car coming to hit us. I say, oh, shit, you know, and you can tell by my voice – that I'm helping drive. You know what I mean? Right. So everybody goes, Oh, well, if you're talking in the car, no, it's not the same thing because when I'm in the car, I'm seeing the same thing you're seeing. So my voice will change and there will be different inflection based on the urgency of things around me. If you're talking on a cell phone, the person that you're talking to has no idea what's going on around you. You know, so then you're already concentrated on talking to them and it, it's just, that's just one of the one of my pet peeves is talking on a cell phone when you're not, you know. And the thing is, the the major phone, the major cell phone carriers hushed up this report, and it was never it wasn't published. It, it just got published like two weeks ago now. But they've had this 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 report's already been was known of for five years, and and it was hushed up. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, the, the, that's the problem. Is the damn phone companies are the one that can control all this information that comes out here. They, you know, it's it, it doesn't matter if it, it endangers people or whatever. It's the phone company's decision to make sure that no one knows the truth about texting and and calling someone while you're driving. 
Well, no, I mean, think about it. They're the ones that, that make all the money. First, they say, well, everybody has to have a cell phone. All right, so they, they hush up the report that says that if you talk on the cell phone while you're driving, it's a bad thing, right? Then they let that part out, and they say, you know what? you got to go hands-free. Who are you going to buy the uh, accessories from? You're going to buy it from them. So they're going to make more money because there's a hands-free law. You don't think that, that the major cell phone companies were behind uh, New Jersey passing that law? Oh, hell. Because they're getting the kick. I mean, they're selling the accessories for the hands-free stuff. So they're still making money. And then they're going to come up with something else, another way of doing it, that they can sell you another gadget. And they'll have a, another report that says, oh, hands-free is bad, but you can do this. You know, where it you just get an implant or something. You know, it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Well, okay, let's let's move around the world now. We've gone from our first story from the UK to a second story over in Texas. This story was actually submitted by Chris and uh, Ward's going to tell us about an uh, interesting uh, incident that happened in Texas. Yeah. It, it's one of them things where someone has to have common sense. There was a woman in, in, in Texas that was charged with possession of child pornography for taking photos of herself breastfeeding. She is breastfeeding a child, her child, and, you know, snaps a picture and says, you know, this is a, a, a moment that you're never going to have again. Right. You know, and somebody finds a picture and says, oh, that, that's that's kiddie porn. You're you're exposing a sexual organ to a child. And it's like, what? And, and the fact that, that somebody actually handcuffed her and put her, you know, arrested her for this is just beyond the pale. It's just ridiculous. Why can't these, you know, be it the prosecutors, whatever, have some kind of common sense and go, if we, if we even decide we're going to indict her on this, there's going to be a shitstorm of publicity and we're going to be called bigger rednecks than we already are. You know, it, what she's doing is natural. There's nothing illegal, immoral about it. She's feeding her child. Right. Why, you know, why are you going to go through all this crap and, and make your, make, it, it doesn't say what time they're in. Does it? Uh, it says Richardson, Richardson Texas. Yeah. Right. And, you know, so now as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're the hillbilly capital of the planet. It's, it's asinine. I'm sorry. A mother breastfeeding her child, her infant is, like you said, it's a natural and healthy thing. Is so, if if some woman was in Richardson, Texas, and she was out in public breastfeeding her child, would that be you know, public indecency or something? I mean, I don't understand. Probably, this. probably. I mean, it's just this is asinine. How, how do you call this kitty porn? You know, do they know what kitty porn is? Apparently not. I mean, that wouldn't pass any any judgment that. Uh, I mean, once again, it's a judgment call, but you have to use common sense to make that judgment. It's like, no, she's not doing anything, you know, lascivious. It's just, she's feeding her kid. She's not, I, that's, that just makes me insane. Why are you going to charge someone with, you know, there, there's actual people out there peddling kitty porn. Exactly. And it, and I think that every one of them, anybody that gets caught with that shit, 
should be put under the jail and no possibility of parole and the whole nine yards because they're fucking sick. This, there's nothing sick about this. No. You know, it's, there's no way that, that breastfeeding a child can be, should be construed in any way, shape or form as kitty porn. And I think that, that we should start a, a writing campaign right now. We'll, we'll see if we can get this, uh, address and we'll we'll put it in the show notes and let's get the address for the richardson uh police department and and let's start a a letter writing campaign and tell them how big a fucking hillbillies we think they are because they don't know the difference between a breastfeeding breastfeeding a child and kitty porn i you know i just i read the story and i'm i'm like how how do you do this How, how do you know you know, kitty porn. We, you know, you know, we don't watch kitty porn. I'm obviously, you know, people that listen to the show don't watch kitty porn, but we have an understanding of what we interpret kitty porn to be. And you would think that a cop would interpret kitty porn the same way any one of us average Joes would would interpret it. Come well, here, here's the thing. I went to to school for uh, uh, forensics, computer forensics, right. And that's part of the the thing is you have to be able to identify kitty porn. And if you come across kitty porn, it is a, you don't call, you know, you don't call the Richardson, Texas police. You call the freaking FBI, Uh you know, it's, it's that bad, you know? And I just, it, it just astounds me that, that there are places like this that that can't differentiate between a mother feeding her child and kitty porn, which I mean, by definition, kitty porn is the sexual exploitation of a child. That's not what she's doing. No. <laughs> you know, it would be different if she was, you know, I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know how you can take breastfeeding into, you know, something pornographic. No, no. I mean, the child is an infant. You know, it's the mother that that's the mother of the child there. You know, it's a healthy, natural part of, of, of life. Just, I don't know. This story is just something that there's no way, no way to explain it. The, the police are idiots in Texas. What is it? Uh, Richardson? Richardson. Yeah. Let's get the, the email address for the Richardson police department. You're going to have to find that email address for them. Um, okay. Well, let's switch stories. Uh, war just made a good point here. We have, uh, Basically, stupid police officers. Now he's got a story. If we keep heading west, of a stupid criminal. Yeah, it, this is the dumbest criminal in New Zealand. Apparently, this guy goes into a a video store, right? And he'd been there for a while, and and, and they sell CDs and blah 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 blah. Well, he went up to the counter with his copy of Pink Floyd CD, The Wall. And wants it to be held for him. So he wrote down his name and his contact details on a sticker. And they put it on the CD. A minute later, when the attendant went to help another customer, the man leaned over the counter, opened the drawer, and he made off with a handful of 10s and 20s. And he pushed past the woman who spotted him and, and as he was running away. Now, let's, let's uh, flash back for a second. He wrote his name. And his address 
on the copy of Pink Floyd's The Wall that he wanted to be held for them. And then he <laughs> then he stole a bunch of money and he was on camera. So they knew, okay, this guy here wrote his name. He, he his name, you know, they didn't say his name in the story. Oh no. Oh no, no. The, that's the name of the thing the store owner. I was going to say, they, they put his name in the thing. No, no, the store manager's name's Gary Knight. <laughs> but he he goes in and says, that's like, okay, I'm going to rob a bank. I'm going to write, give me all your money on the back of my business card. You know what I mean? It's like, how dumb can you be? Well, apparently he's an idiot because, you know, they said there were like four cameras on the register and like all these places you go to nowadays, even the grocery stores, they have the monitors there. You can see yourself on the camera, you know? Oh, yeah. They want you to know you're being filmed. It's it's just – I swear to God, people get are just getting stupider and stupider. I, I, <laughs> you know, maybe leave – change your clothes, look a little different than you were instead of the, the five minutes before where you wrote your freaking name on the CD. Leave and go put a mask on. Do, do some, be creative for crying out loud. That's just lazy. That's a lazy criminal. Lazy, well, dumb criminal. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's greed. It's plain and simple greed. He wanted the money right then and there. He couldn't wait. He had to grab it and go. He didn't, he didn't think, you know, I left my information here. Oh, there's cameras looking at me. You know? I don't, and I don't know about you, Ward, but if I go to a store, supermarkets, uh, department stores, Walmart specifically, you know, those monitors are right there. I know I'm being watched. You know, I know I'm not going to steal anything in the first place, but I know I'm being watched. Well, I know at least when I case a joint, I, I'm not going to give them my name. As, you know, I, I plan on stealing from you here in the next five minutes. So I, I don't think I'm going to give you my name and my address. Just, just a thought. Maybe the next time he, he he might have that thought in his head. You know what? The last time I did this, I got arrested because I gave them my name and my address. Maybe this time I'll just have them hold it and give them my phone number. And, and, yeah. And it's funny is you always hear these stories. You know, you know, you hear the one where the guy goes into the bank and he takes his deposit slip and writes the the uh, hold up note on the back of his deposit slip, or you know, yeah. It's like really. There was there was one story I, I saw. I'd have to find it. I think it was like a Radio Shack. A guy had gone into a Radio Shack late at night, and he had put like a paper bag over his head. And he didn't put any eye holes or anything, so he's bouncing around try, trying to grab something. He finally grabs and gets out of the store. The problem was he was an employee in the store, and he didn't take his shirt off, and his name tag was on his shirt. Oh, dear God. So he spent like 20 minutes trying to steal something. It's like, you're fucking retarded. And uh, Yeah. And Welcome this, to Walmart. I'm Billy Bob. And this is the worst. Come on. You know, you, you're going in the st- – OK, now I, who cares about the costume, putting a costume on? But if you leave your fucking information at the goddamn front counter and then steal money, they're just going to come knocking on your door and saying you're going to jail. There's, you know, there's no way you're going to get out of this. No, not at all. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the sheep down there that make people stupid or what, but well, – I mean, if you want to talk about dumb criminals, I, I got to bring this up. I know I, 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 it's one of the things that just befuddles the, the shit out of me. And, and it's over in your way, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, the thing with Plaxico Burris. 
Right. You know, he, he just finally said he just finally pled guilty and, and took a, a, a plea deal that got him uh, two years in jail. Right. Uh-huh. If he would have went to trial, the, the max was like three and a half years. And the D.A. already said he was pushing for the max. Now, here's the difference. When he was a member of the Giants, he catches the the winning touchdown in the last minute of the Super Bowl. He is the freaking man. He is the hero, right? He gets popped by, well, I don't say want to say he got popped. He, he shot himself being a moron. And then the Giants come to him and go, you know what? This is going to be a publicity nightmare. Blah, 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 blah. You're going to be in all kinds of, you know, legal problems. We want to renegotiate your contract. You know, we're, you know, we want you to stay a giant. We'll renegotiate your contract. Blah, blah, blah. He, no, I'm not going to renegotiate nothing. You cut me. I'm Plexico Burris. And they said, fine, you're cut. Now, he couldn't get anybody to, to any juror in the country to vote his way because he already tainted everybody in New York. And they're like, you're not good enough to play here, but you want our sympathy. And everybody who's ever done anything in New York knows that those fans are brutal. Oh, yeah. You know, and and it's basically, you turned your back on us and you expect us to give you sympathy. Fuck you, we'll give you 20 years. You know, so I think that that his, his attorney finally got to him and said, hey, look, you're going to do time either way. You take the deal, you only do two years. You don't take the deal. You know, and the thing is, the best he can do is get out in 20 months. That's with good behavior. Right. So he's going to do pretty much two years, regardless. Yeah, yeah I, I don't see. Yeah. That's what happens when you're stupid. You know, kids, don't be stupid criminals. Exactly. Okay. Well, the next story is – uh, Or don't be stupid athletes. <laughs> yeah. Just don't – kids, don't be stupid. Okay. Well, the next story we have is a story that Chris submitted and uh, – Speaking of being stupid. And we're, we're – and the next story, you know, we're going from New Zealand and we're going to go west. Or are we? <laughs> That's the question and this story brings up here. Uh, uh, apparently, a Dutchman and his grandson boarded a plane uh, thinking they were going to go to Sydney, Australia. But unfortunately, the plane landed in Sydney, Nova Scotia, Canada. <laughs> the 71-year-old man and his 50-year-old grandson uh, booked their trip through a Dutch travel agent, you know, planning to go, you know, to that land down under. Uh, unfortunately, though, their plane landed in Sydney, Canada, which was about 10,000 miles away from their intended destination. Huh? <laughs> how? How do you how do you confuse the two? Well, here's the thing. You know, think about it. You go to a travel agent and say, okay, I'm in New Jersey. I want to go to Sydney, right? Uh-huh. You get somebody in there and they just type in Sydney. And you don't clarify Sydney, Australia. Uh-huh. You just say Sydney. Uh-huh. The first Sydney that comes up, they say, well, we got two prices here. The first price is $400. The next one's 1500 The 1500 is probably to go to Australia. The 400 is probably to go to Canada. So they say, wow, that's pretty cheap. All right, I'll take the $400 one. All right, you get on flight 444 or whatever the flight number is. Uh-huh. They show up, say, 444 to Sydney. That's us. <laughs> they get okay. off the plane and go, 
What the fuck? This looks absolutely nothing like the brochures. Okay. All right, but I'm looking That's at That's the only way it could happen that, okay. I, that I see. Okay, first of all, you, you, first of all, they took off in Amsterdam and they landed in Canada. Okay, so you get a, you're going to go on a plane from Amsterdam to Sydney. Okay, if the flight is only six or seven hours, isn't that going to click in your head that you know Sydney is halfway around the world and it's going to take a hell of a lot longer than six or seven hours to fly there? You know, I don't know. Maybe they figured they're getting on like the Concorde or something. Okay, I I, I just don't understand. No, I, I agree with I, you. I, I mean, there's something's got to click. I mean, okay, it's cheaper. Okay, but the flight is a hell of a lot shorter. Well, at the same time, the the article does say that, that they were not seasoned travelers, so it might have might have been one of them things where, okay, we're we're going on a trip, you know. So, and and that's why I'm thinking, you know, they take the, the cheaper flight because I'm sure it's really cheap to fly to Sydney, Nova Scotia, right. Because there's I, – I, and, and I don't want to offend any fans that we could potentially have in, in Nova Scotia. But I don't know really what there is to see there. You know, I, I really don't believe that Sydney, Nova Scotia is a hot spot for tourist attractions. No. So it, – You're right. <laughs> it, it's probably a very scenic area. You know, it's probably a great place to watch the sunrise or something like that. But, you know, it's not like – you know, I'm going to Paris to see the Eiffel Tower, or I'm going to Arizona to see the Grand Canyon. You're not going to Sydney. But Canada. the thing is, it's Nova Scotia. It's fucking cold. Exactly. It, it, exactly, but you know. I think that's so, how what Nova Scotia translates to. <laughs> Nova Scotia, it, fucking cold. Fucking cold. But, <laughs> but you know, it's it. And that's another thing. So. Okay, say this is a recent story. So it's it's summertime. So if they go to Nova Scotia in the quote unquote summertime. Australia, it's wintertime, so did they pack their winter clothes? I mean – Well, know. no, and the thing was they went to the, to the, uh, to the exchange and, and had all their, their Dutch money exchanged for Australian money. <laughs> so they didn't even have any Canadian money. So can you imagine landing there and not having any Canadian money? I, I mean so what do they do? They, they go and they convert their money to Canadian money or say, let's get the fuck out of here and go back well, no, to they, Amsterdam? They would have had to convert their Australian money to Canadian money, and then once they got back to, you know, then back to, to Dutch money. That's just funny. But, I, the funny thing, you read the story is at AverageJoeShow.com. It says, when the door opened, the flight attendant said, you're not going to believe it, but we have two people who thought they were en route to Sydney, Australia. Okay. could you have said something before the fucking plane, you know? Left the runway? Well, you don't know. The, they could have been sitting there and as the plane's going. They're like, wow, this is a really quick trip. Okay. Okay. And when you're at the airport, aren't the signs going to say Sydney, Australia or Sydney, Canada? I don't know. I've never been to a Dutch airport. And they also took the plane from Air Canada. Maybe that's why they figured it was cheaper. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, it's just there's too many red flags here. You know, I can see it's odd that we're getting on a plane for Air Canada when we're going to Sydney, Australia. Shouldn't, shouldn't there be a fucking koala bear or something painted on the side exactly. of this damn thing? You would think maybe something, a kangaroo, something like that, Kiwi Air or, or something, or 
you know, a flight that's more than seven hours or a lot more than $400 or whatever, you know, we're trying to say it is. It's maybe, like, maybe that's why it's faster is because you're going to fly over the north fucking pole. Even though they're in the south fucking hemisphere. Yeah. I just I, – I saw this story and I said, you've got to be kidding me. Well, you know, with the with the air wars and everything and, and people dropping prices just to get people to fly, figures, hey, you know what, Air Canada, give us a deal. We could fly to Sydney for, for 300 bucks. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I would never use that Dutch travel agent. <laughs> Seriously, I, I want to meet that person that's, that booked that flight for them. Yeah, because, I mean, think, I mean, honestly, if you say to me, hey, I'm going to go to Sydney, the first thing in my head is going to Australia. I didn't even know there was a fucking city, Nova Scotia. Exactly. And, and it's not like they're in Canada, you know. It's not like they're in Canada. Okay, you know, people in Canada, maybe specifically that part of Canada, will know there's a Sydney, Nova Scotia. But, you know, the rest of the world is not going to know there's a Sydney, Nova Scotia. No, if you say Sydney anywhere, they go Australia. Most people only believe that there's one Sydney in the world, and it's in Australia. Well, you know, it's like if we go to a travel agent in the United States and say, I want to go to Paris, they're not going to book you a flight for Paris, Texas. They're going to book you a flight for Paris, France. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to go there anyway. No, well, neither would I. But and I wouldn't want to go to Paris, Texas either. It's too damn hot. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to go to Paris, France, because well, there, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, you want to piss off any French listeners we have? Yeah, uh, and I really would because well, they're cowards. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay, let's see where are we at. Oh yes, okay, we're going from uh, stupid people flying to uh, another burglar story. Well, it's not actually a burglar. This is actually kind of a funny story. This guy has a computer, right? He has a laptop. These people break into his house and steal it, right? And they go and while they have the laptop, they're, they're looking at it and they discover all these pornographic images and, you know, kiddie porn and whatnot. So that what they do is they take it and they turn it into the cops and say, Basically, hey, we stole this laptop off this guy, but he, but he's got kitty porn on here. So they turned around, and this was in uh, in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. See, see, we need we really needed Chris. Yeah, this was in the United Kingdom that this guy gets his laptop stolen. They turned around and turned themselves in just so that they could get this guy busted. For, uh, apparently, the kitty porn was that bad, or the porn or whatever he had was that it, cause it doesn't say kitty's porn specifically, but, and not being from the United kingdom, I don't know if possession of pornography is illegal, but I mean, they arrested this guy on it. Well, of course they arrested. The guy. Oh no, 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 no. It was kitty porn. Cause it says, uh, Coverdale was sentenced to three and a half years in jail, banned from working for children for the rest of his life and issued, and to be issued with a sexual offenses prevention order. You know, sick bastards out there. You know, it, it's kind of a good thing that these criminals, these burglars stole this laptop because this, this pervert could have been out there doing God knows what to, to kids. Yeah, and, and the fact is the, the people that stole it was a 30-year-old man and a 20-year-old woman were apprehended in connection with the burglary. 
both were sentenced to 12 months community, well, community service, uh-huh. and the woman must meet regularly with a probation officer. So basically, they stole the guy's laptop. They turned around, turned him in, and they did no jail time. Well, you know, I don't think they did anything really serious. They probably, you know, probably stole well, a few things. I mean, they, they, they stole something, but... That's grand larceny. It, it is. I agree with you. It is It is grand larceny, but you know what? They turned this guy in and... Oh, I agree with you. I, I think that, you know, Christ, they should have been given a medal and been allowed to keep the laptop. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, after you format it. Oh. But, um... <laughs> But, you know, give them credit, though. You know, for all we know, they could have been people that just, you know, just took the laptop, erased it, or just sold it to somebody else. But, you know, they were going through it, fortunately. They saw this stuff. Fortunately, their conscience got the better of them. They took it to the police because, you know, sickos out there like this wanted kitty porn. Jesus Christ. It's funny. We were talking about a woman breastfeeding before, and we think, you know, you're idiots for thinking that's kitty porn. But you got jerk-offs like this that just love to look at kids and you know situations like that just disgust me yeah i this is like the kitty porn episode yeah, unfortunately it is it's like we don't try to make it the kitty porn episode i mean one story was crossed over you know think breastfeeding is kitty porn and this one you know it's actually about kitty porn and then it's it's just it's just disgusting that you know, people are like that out there. But, you know, thank thank goodness these criminals did find it and this jerk off finally got caught. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm so I, I am so glad. Okay. Last story of the night. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is wrong with me. For the record, I had absolutely nothing to do with this story. I do not condone it. I I do, <laughs> I do not own one. <laughs> I do not own one, nor do I want to. Okay, uh, well, I was going through my uh, my links this week, and uh, I found something. It cost about $83. Uh, it is called a concubine masturbator. If you go to AverageJoeShow.com, check the link out. It, it, what it is is it, – <laughs> I, I really don't know how to describe it. Basically, it's for a man who likes to um, – How do you say this well without going overboard, Warren? I'm trying to think. It's it's. He likes to he likes to uh, pleasure himself with a woman's mammary glands. It's a pocket pussy. It's a pocket pussy. And what it is is it's got these two breasts, and below it, between them, is it is a pussy. So he's basically titty fucking this machine while having the satisfaction of feeling a pussy lips wrapped around his penis. <laughs> and they call this the concubine masturbator. Well, you just took that right off the rails. I, it's <laughs> the, what, what I think is really funny is right underneath it, you could pay an extra buck fifty for the door cell upgrade, so so you can get actual door cell batteries instead of the I'm sure the the cheap knockoff batteries that's already in it. For an extra buck fifty, it's the door cell upgrade. So if you're going to go with the concubine masturbator, pay the extra buck fifty, get the door cells, get the good stuff. It'll last longer, you know. Unless you're like Corey and you can just use the cheap shit batteries, because never mind. Well, well, for seven dollars too, you can also buy sex toys cleaner. It's a little spray bottle of stuff to clean your sex toys off. <laughs> yeah. 
just, probably it's like Windex or something. I don't know. I, well, that that might stain the next time you use the toy. <laughs> well, then there's something called wet the original small. I'm not sure what that is either. I, but that's seven bucks. What I'm thinking that is, I'm thinking. Well, there's that, seven pounds. Excuse me. This is British. Yes, I changed it over. It's eleven dollars and seventy-eight cents. Once again, we need to have. Chris on because then maybe he could explain this to us. I was really, you know, I wish Chris was here. I'm still looking. He's not online. I mean, we had some good stuff this week. I've got some UK stories and I'm looking at this I'm like, oh, I can't wait to hear what Chris has to say because this is a British website or the UK's largest online sex shop. It comes on, believe it or not. This, you know, it's amazing what, what, what guys will use to get themselves off. Not all guys because th- that thing looks scary. It really does. I, I really don't, you know, but on top of that, it got a little like remote control, but it's not like, and it's a wired remote control. So there is the potential for being electrocuted. Yeah, but it's battery operated. Well, DC, you can still get shocked with DC and there, there's places on my body that I don't really want current running through. Namely your penis. Yeah. Th- that, that's on the top of my list of things I don't want <laughs> fucking electricity running through. Yeah, your penis shouldn't be around a lot of things. That I, I agree with you, electricity, but you got to look at this. Go to averagejoeshow.com. Just just take a look at this this device. I don't I don't know how a man could enjoy using something that even looks like this. It just looks like a mutant pussy, you know. And if and if anybody out there has one, please uh, please, please send a picture to talk at Average Joe Show. We we will be more than happy to post it on the site. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the webmaster there. I don't know if I want to even see a picture like that. Well, that's why I said to send it to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. I just, I, I, I was, I don't know where it was. I was just going through my links this week, and I saw this. And I was like, oh, we. My gotta- question is, what kind of fucked up links do you got that you come across that? <laughs> in all honesty, it's just a regular mishmash of of links. This was just one of those links in there, you know. I get, I try to get my sex story out, and this was. The sex story of the week. Uh, oh, so you you just put in you know sex story and that came up. Uh, yeah, sure. Of all the other sex stories possible on the planet, we have to look at this thing. Well, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for putting that 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 image in my fucking head. I don't know. It kind of looks <laughs> it kind of looks like a weird fish, you know. The lips. Look oh like a fish God. Mouth. It's an ugly fish that you're going to put your dick in. Nice. <laughs> Ooh, ugly fishy. It, it, come on, it looks like it. The, the breasts look like weird eyes. Come on. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I've got that image in your head now. Oh, uh, yeah. Christ, I'm going to have to drink for a month to get that out. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this is the horrible thing. You've got to look at this. Please, if, if you don't do anything else this week, please go to AverageJosha.com. Click on this link. You you gotta see this thing. This is now I'm gonna see, all I see is a fish. Now that's all I see. Oh boy. Okay. Right. I might have to get a, a larger picture of that and animate it and have it like swimming across the site or something. Oh, that would be great. I want that as a screensaver. Yeah, with the Pac-Man sound. Walka 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 walka. <laughs> anyway. Okay, I think we're gonna have to wrap up this show because we have just gone off the edge of tasteless we are past tasteless we well, can get a leather cock ring too 
Oh yeah, well okay. If well, you go down, scroll down to the bottom. There's there's all kinds of other stuff. Well, if you like leather cock rings, you can also see Ward Miller at his other podcast. He does. All right, Ward. Where else can they find you online? Uh, I am at ibottomac.com, and uh, the name of the show is Max in Life. We we are a reoccurring column on uh, on the site. It's hosted by Mr. Brent Spore. I want to give him a shout out. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And oh, there was another one I wanted to do last week and I didn't get a chance to. I What's want to that? give a shout out to a, a, a band that are friends of mine that are, if you're in the Pittsburgh area and, well, basically on the East Coast anywhere, because they're traveling up and down the East Coast now. And the name of the band is Nomad. And that stands for North of the Mason Dixon. And if you look up their website at northofmasonbixon.com, you, there's, uh, you know, that's online presence. You can buy their CD. You can buy, you know, the, the tchotchkes, the normal crap, T-shirts, whatnot. Check them out. They're very good. Uh, th- I have their CD, and, um, and, it's, and it's a great CD, but nothing beats seeing them guys live. They put on a tremendous live show. Um, and I can't, I can't encourage you more to go see them. I mean, in fact, there's a, a show coming up that they're opening up for some, I mean, actual big country, uh, stars. I'm not even a country fan, but these, and these guys are more of a crossover, you know, like, uh, I don't want to say like Leonard Skinner, but it's like hard rock and country, you know, so they're very, very cool. Um, so if you get a chance, check them out. If, if, like I said, if you're in in the area and you hear that Nomad's going to play, check them out. They they are worth your time. So definitely check them out. Of course, we'll have the link to them on in the website averagejoshow.com. They're northofmasondixon.com is their website. Um, Want to you know also a shout out to uh, Chris Collier from kristenphilpresent.com. Uh, their biweekly podcast on movies. Uh, these guys are off the wall, I'll tell you that much. Uh, just pray that Chris doesn't sing for you. If you get away with a week without him singing, it's a great week for you. But uh, check out his po- their podcast at kristenphilpresent.com. Um, I'm hoping we can get him on next time. Next time we'll have to try to make sure we do an earlier show for him. He he probably zonked out. He's probably going to wake up in like two hours and he's going to send me a text. Oh, I'm so sorry. But you know what? Show him some love. We're not mad at them. We, we're not mad at him. We understand, you know. It's it's almost 3 a.m. over there, and uh, hey, you know what? People got to get their sleep. Oh, but, r- real quick, I, I just came across this the the uh, the Nomad thing. Yeah, they're opening up, or they're playing with Joe Nichols and Bucky Covington, who are apparently big country people. It's the Y108 Thrillbilly Country Bash at Lernerville Speedway in Sarver on September 19th. So if you if you're anywhere near Sarver, check them out. It it will be worth your time. It, if you get a chance to, like I said, I'm very impressed with these guys, and I've I've been following lots of bands for a long time. These are this is one of the best I've seen in a, in a, quite a while. So so yeah, uh, check them out. Yeah, I, I, I apologize for for the long promo for for these guys, but like I said, it's very worth it. Sure, they better be mailing a check tomorrow morning for us. So, we... 
Hey, you know what? I see you writing about them on your Facebook. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, if, if something you really like out there, you got you got to advertise it. So uh, don't forget, if you want to be a guest host on our show and not just uh, you know sleep in like Chris is, uh, check out us averagejoshow.com slash guests for more information on that. We love to get more people on. Corey, there was a guy from Pittsburgh who's been sending me stuff on Twitter that said he wanted to do it, and basically, you know, I, I think talk is cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, don't say you want to or you're gonna. Send send a request. Come on the show. Let's get it on. You know what? If you if you're nervous or not, whatever, we can take our time. We can talk on Skype a little bit. You know, we don't have to like. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll have you on. Okay, yeah. You know, if you want to talk a couple times with us, you know, just just to talk to us without doing a show. You know, get comfortable with it. It's easy. It's just like talking on the phone with a fr- couple friends that don't know shit about what they're talking about in the first place. Okay. Well, then who are you going to be talking with? <laughs> All right, smartass. You know, it's not like we're asking you to, uh, you know, be a, a scientist and, you know, talk about DNA and shit like that. You know, read a news story. You have an opinion. Tell us your opinion. It's not that hard. Um, you know, so uh, just, you know, go over to AverageJoeShow.com slash guest for uh, more information on that. Uh, you know, don't forget to check out the website, AverageJoeShow.com. We got links to all the stories. I am going to have the link to the uh, Richardson Police Department. I have a link. It's got emails to, like, everybody there from the chief of police all the way down. So let them know what you think about this uh, child pornography breastfeeding, you know, story. You know, give them your, their two cents. Uh, I, I, like I said, I'll have the link in the show notes at AverageJoeShow.com. Um, there's a donate button there if you want to donate. Show some love that way too. You can leave comments on this episode right on the website or you can shoot us an email at talk at AverageJoeShow.com. want to thank you guys for you know downloading this week's episode, spending a little bit of your bandwidth with us. And until next time, have a good one. Bye. 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 Bye.